Every day we hoistle in our pilots and Pictards Podcast. Welcome to the Pilots Petards Podcast. I'm Jimbo, the anti-millennial, non-conforming, existentialist, pilot critic, and Kenny of the podcast. Our pragmatic and bleeding heart cyclops of the podcast, Drew, is out this week. And our spark plug is charging, waiting to dish out some hot takes. And I'm the magically undefeated Miss Mo, master of spoilers and the lover of nobos. And a returning hoistler, we have Ari, lover of TV. This is the podcast with nothing much ado about aircrafts and potentially everything to do with the first episode of a filmic series. Petard's a real word. You can look it up later. And we'd like to thank today's sponsors, public libraries, for the ad-free listening. You can contact us to sponsor a show or slander a rival. And if you enjoyed today's ad-free entertainment, then you owe us. We could stack crooked ads, we could create sob stories, and we could try and steal your hard-earned money, but we don't. Repay your debt by leaving us an iTunes review or telling someone else about our podcast. Join us today as we cast judgment and determine if the gangster rap true crime drama Unsolved, the murders of Tupac and the Notorious B.I.G. will be hoisted or not hoisted. That is the question. Before we get into the spoiler-free section, we have our background with the show. Can I give Ari some street cred and say that Ari made a short film, so she's really a lover of TV. (laughs) Isn't that cool? She directed a short film. Send it. I want to see that. I know. So this is perfect because I was going to ask Ari about her family. And Ari's family is like big time movie people, TV people, film people. Her father has big time producer and director credits. Her sister is a movie star. And Ari is a filmmaker. So Ari, can you add any background to Unsolved? This whole Tupac, Biggie, East Coast, West Coast, Death Row, Bad Boys entertainment drama any of that background i'm forgetting about the background about that type of background (laughs) in terms of the show i don't i don't have any background or connection to it although i was watching the snoop thing it was amazing by the way i've never listened to an interview with um snoop dog before and he actually talks about the first time that him and p diddy and that show was my father's show the steve harvey show and it was, oh, and in the episode, him and there's like, I don't even, I haven't seen the episode in so long, but the episode, him and P. Diddy meet in the hallways of like this school and like Steve Harvey's was basically Steve Harvey wants everybody to see that these two are, these two people don't, are not rivals. And then they do oh. that in the show. It was pretty awesome. So he were, he talked about it in his, in his video interview. And I thought that was so, I thought that was so funny because I didn't know the background about that. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that was in response to all the gangster, like East Coast West Coast stuff. It must have been in response oh, sure. to all that. Yeah, it definitely was. So I wasn't sure if maybe you, like, you have any juicy insider going to drop some bombs in the, you know, in our dis- extended discussion. I don't. Any- I don't. Oh, this okay, was actually. Okay. I mean, I wish. <laughs> I wish I did. I. Yeah. No. I mean, I. I don't. I. I don't know. My father did do a movie with Tupac, but like outside of that, my dad, my dad is super, he's very um, professional and doesn't, he doesn't really connect with the people that he works with outside of work. 
So there's smart. no like, he, yeah, it's it's kind of smart because that's probably why he's lasted so long. You know, it's just like right, so get it done, get it like we're done. It's a wrap. <laughs> so he's not kicking it with Suge. He's not kicking it with Suge. He's not. Although I should have probably asked him some questions before I came on the show to ask him what what that was like because I'm sure there was probably I'm sure he's met Suge at some point in his life. He's met so many people. I almost texted you, but then I didn't want to be like, oh, I'm just like inviting you on because you got this like inside TMZ. connection or something. So, no, you should. You should have texted me. I should have. Me. I should have. I, I almost did. I've also been a little busy too. <laughs> Man, I was literally with him today. I would have totally asked. Ah, dang. Well, next time. Yeah. We can have next a follow up. Okay. Background. So, I did a lot of research into this show and kind of because i was i was really interested in how accurate the portrayals were and the only person that i could find responding was snoop dog so we will add that into the petardar and i was really disappointed that that puff daddy didn't make any comments about it but that that makes sense yeah my 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 background is i binged this a couple weeks ago and i was really into it mo um i'd never heard of it i didn't even realize there was a true crime series on the murders of Tupac and Biggie. So when I cued it to watch it for this show, I was like, Oh my gosh, it's about Tupac and Biggie. I had no idea. Yeah. It's, it's over a year old. It's, it was on USA. I'd never heard of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No clue. That's because it was on USA. Yeah. (laughs) I know, but it was on USA for 10 episodes and no one mentioned it. (laughs) You know, I consider myself a fairly decent Tupac fan and I can't believe I, you know, I didn't didn't know about anyone mention it. Yeah. It probably came out around the same time as the movie came out, the All Eyes on Me movie. It seems about yes, the same timing. It probably was very close to that. Yeah, so it was maybe, probably maybe, just saturated. Maybe like within six months afterward or something. So let's let's get the ball moving. Two sentence summary. Biggie and Tupac were murdered. How many LAPD investigations does it take to find nothing? Stay tuned to find out if you should give a steaming pile of crap. And as I mentioned, we're going to go into part one. This will be spoiler free. We're going to talk about the highs, the lows of the pilot, and then we're going to evaluate and judge the pilot. Ari, as our guest, what was your first impression, high or low or somewhere in in between? I was in and out of the episode the first time I watched it, but to prepare for the pilots and petards, I, I I knew I needed to watch it again and really really get it and by the time i by the third time that i watched it i was really into it so it took me three tries which normally would not you know i watch a lot of television shows and if it doesn't catch me on the first try i'm not going to try again but i gave this two more tries um so now i'm interested in more but i did mona watch the start watching the second episode and after a couple of scenes i was like yeah i don't think i'm going to continue (laughs) <laughs> oh okay okay so so ari can without spoiling it what what's something that stuck out that kind of either brought you in or took you out i loved 2006 and i liked a little bit of 1993 actually i wasn't that crazy about 1993 i some of the stories i was very interested in and other stories i was not interested in do you think it was writing so this isn't much of a spoiler there are three parallel stories being told so which which one were you into were you into one of the cop investigations or the tupac and biggie storyline i was definitely not into the tupac and biggie storyline i think i was more into 
I don't feel like they gave us a lot of the detective Greg and, and, um, officer Darren, they didn't give us a lot of that one, but I, I wanted more because I think I liked those two actors a lot. So I was interested in 19 and, and detective Russell's story as well. And I especially got into it when they had, they met with, um, I think detective Kelly Cooper, who was who basically they then they did the re- reenactment of the night. Yeah, okay, the reenactment. That's okay, when I really yeah. started getting into it. So there is a lot going on. I actually disagree with Ari. I really enjoyed the Tupac and Biggie stuff. They they had this little like freestyle scene and that was almost my my MVP. So I thought that like little Tupac and Biggie freestyle was also a high point and i would say in general i i was impressed with the writing like i think they pulled off the three storylines which is pretty tough to do i agree i liked that they did i liked those three that they had three different storylines and i did actually really like the tupac and biggie freestyle scene and that was the only scene i liked with them there's another scene i'm going to bring up that that uh, made my mvp but we'll 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 save that for later all right mo jump in just to give some context on the three storylines going on, like the entire time I watched this with my partner and he like had no fucking idea what time was what time. <laughs> I'd have to be like, okay, so what year is this? And he's like, uh, 2006. And it's like, no, like Biggie and Tupac are alive in this one. Like they're not alive in 2006. So that could hurt. That could hurt the storyline, too, for people that don't necessarily like linear or that don't like nonlinear storytelling. Yeah, it jumps around a lot and they only signal the first time. So after so you get three signals and then from there, you just have to remember who's who. It is a bit confusing. It's a lot less confusing on the third time watching it. And the rest the rest of the season, I mean, to kind of get a little bit outside of what we're doing, the rest of the season doesn't get any better. So. It does get confusing at times. So that's a that that that's a legit low point. My my biggest low low point, this is gonna conflict with one of Mo's high points, is I was extremely disappointed. They do not use Tupac or Biggie's music. And I feel like that is such a huge They don't own it. Disappointment. They, had, they don't have the money. They go, you have to pay hella money to play that music. I know what you're saying, but The music they used was good, but like it's not Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. I felt like it really set the mood of of each scene, though. And I don't feel like Tupac and Biggie's music would have done that. This is another huge criticism that, that I saw reading some things online. A lot of people really hated this show. And the reason they hated it is because they wanted more Tupac and Biggie. So I would say that's another follow-up low point. Is if you think, because like Tupac and Biggie are all over the cover. They're in the thumbnails and everything. Like So if you didn't know any better and you're expecting this to be like all about Tupac and Biggie, and you only get maybe like five to ten minutes of them, that's a potential low point as well. Pilot as a standalone had a lot of Biggie and Tupac. Okay, so maybe, so maybe it was like 10 to 15 minutes. You know, we could go back and verify it, but I, I, feel, like, I feel like it was less, less than a third. You think so? I, think, I don't know. I feel like it was a lot. The most screen time went to uh, Detective Russell and, and Detective Fred Miller. In 1997, everybody else had didn't have a lot of scenes. The acting of Biggie and Tupac were amazing, or way better than they were. I probably would have wanted more, but I I didn't feel like it was great at all. I didn't I didn't like their acting, and 
Mm. I didn't really need to see. I couldn't wait till they were off the screen, honestly. <laughs> oh, wow. I liked them. I didn't love Tupac's. And then I wasn't a Biggie fan, but but I thought I thought the actor that was playing Biggie, I think his name is Wavy Jones, was was good. (laughs) I thought Tupac I thought Tupac did a lot better. But even he was like I'm like, was Tupac that hype? Like he's always so hype in every scene. You know? Did you notice that? Like his energy level was really high. I couldn't tell if it was bad acting or, I mean, Jimbo, you said you liked the writing, but the scenes with Tupac and Biggie, I think the writing was not written by black people. I think it was written by white people. Hmm. I was going to mention that. And so, so you are right. The, the writer was not white, but he's not black. He looks <laughs> maybe. You're going on a physical basis only. <laughs> Well, his last name's Long, so he Ooh, okay. might be like part native or something. He he's de- he definitely doesn't look white, but he's definitely not black. The director, he's he's mixed black. I don't know. I just didn't feel like real, like like a authentically black person who grew up in the kind of you know environment that Tupac and Biggie grew up in. It it just this it felt off. So then those actors were delivering lines that felt probably really uncomfortable because they were, I mean, awkward. I, I couldn't write that. Like, I wouldn't know what that sounds like. I don't know. I wonder. So there was only one writer on the show? No, no, no. The, there was a bunch of writers, but the creator got the writing credits for, for the pilot. I, you know, I could pull it up, but there, but there was like five, five or six different writers in, and there were a couple female writers and most, most of the people were were people were people of color but it was very male uh dominant show for sure like on and off screen wait what what year did the show come out it it was 2018 i'm willing to bet that they hired a writer just for biggie and tupac and their crew like just to get that because i feel like in this day and age one you know like the 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 entertainment industry is hiring you know it's all about hiring people of color and then two they know that like west side rap era and like there's a definite style and style to the to the way they talk and then how they talk they they could i I would i would assume they wouldn't have met slipped up in that area the uh, main director and anthony hemingway he's uh he he was a director with the wire and he's he was in The Wire? Well, The Wire is really well written, so that's great. I'm not sure how extensive he was, but yeah, but but he's famous from The Wire. That's credi- that's credible. Yeah, for sure. I did feel like they were doing a lot of cherry picking as far as just taking lines from Biggie and Tupac that are somewhat famous and well known and just rehashing those. So that I could see that coming like like inauthentic as in like this isn't how people talk. And in that case, it does look like someone didn't really know these people, didn't really interview these people, didn't really get to know their family members. They just went with what was available. So that's, I mean, like, that's a low point. I was more saying the writing in general, like, as a pilot, like, as a whole, like, telling the three stories. But, like, if if we want to break down the dialogue between Tupac and Biggie, it does come off a little weak. We didn't, we didn't really have that many high points, so we didn't really have high points. Didn't focus on them. But I would say this show had, had a bunch of high points. I just like the the 90s vibe and the style and, you know, just painting the picture of all these different places. 
just being in the valley in LA or in Vegas yeah. or like things like that. It was just kind of cool, like Studio City. I always just like that. Like when they showed the skyline of downtown LA, I'm like, how did they do that? Like, how did they make it look like the skyline used to look like? I always like CGI. I don't know how they do it. If they didn't get break the budget for music, I doubt they broke the budget for CGI. But that like opening shot of Biggie and he's at that that full like that full window just overlooking LA was like a nice shot. Yeah, it was really cool. So I just like the um, I guess like the landscape and that seemed very carefully constructed, like the what they were wearing and then how they would kind of cut it between the scene in the movie and then this the actual real image that they were trying to emit, mimic. But then they would actually show the real footage of the party of like actual like P Diddy, the actual scene, and it it was it looked believable, and they did a good job at replicating. I thought the production was good, like the budget may not have been high, but this was not a low production. No, it wasn't low budget at all. So I, I liked that piece. If we want to give it at least throw out one high point, and I would say just to briefly touch, I mean, like the the suspense is good. The events that they focused on are interesting and engaging. And and so on that note, let's let's move on. The moment before the moment we've all been waiting for, are we going to watch or rewatch? And I'm already rewatching the series for the second time. So Mrs. Nomless and I, yeah, I started watching it with her because I blew through it. So she was interested and we, we are almost I'm almost done watching it for the second time. You have a Nobo. I think you got a Nobo showing. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like I said, I was a decent Tupac fan growing up, you know. I think I will watch the second episode. I, it felt corny to me, so I might. it might happen the same way it happened for you, Ari, where I'm going to get through halfway of the second episode and be like, yeah. Because I, I have like a solid rotation of shows going on right now. Me too. And <laughs> See, I got nothing going yeah. on, man. So interrupting that um, seems, yeah, I mean, it would take a lot right now. The summer's coming. There's winter's coming. <laughs> oh my! There's God. there's a lot of shows coming up Ooh, that I yeah. I would have to get this in like soon. <laughs> and I'm still willing. I'm actually still willing to watch it because there's certain people in the show. Like I really like Aisha Hines. Hi, hi. I like have bad handwriting. I think her who plays Violetta Wallace. Yeah, she was my, like, highlight. Yeah, I liked her. I really like her. There's some, like, really solid, like, actors in here that I, like, kind of want to see through and see what happens with their characters. And yeah. I, I kind of like, you know, Detective Greg's story. And I do, and I'm interested in Russell's pool story because he seems such an interesting character in real life. Both of those guys wrote a book about this this case as well. So these So these guys are, like, the experts. So let's move into the moment we've all been waiting for. This is our judgment. Is this a good pilot and not being hoisted? Or is this a bad pilot and being hoisted by its own petard? Not hoist means this was a good pilot. So I'm going to say this is, for me, a strong not hoist. Mo? Yeah, I wouldn't hoist it. Are you going to join us? I'm going to say not hoist too. Okay. So by unanimous decision, we have a not hoist. So listeners, you should go and watch this pilot episode and join us in a few days for our dis- extended discussion. But we're not quite done yet. So now we're going to place this pilot into our running list of the best and worst pilots ever. Mo's favorite section of the show. Go ahead, Mo. The put it anywhere but there, guys. 
Quest for the Best. I'm looking at the list just so you know. Nice. And we have a link in the show notes for Mo and for any listeners <laughs> that want to see our running list. We talked a little bit off mic. And what do you think, Mo? Ari, you want to jump in there? I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm going to put it um, like under uh, pen 15. Really? Oh, my God. Pen 15 was terrible. I heard someone just told me to watch that. I didn't realize you guys um, had done it on one of the weeks I wasn't on, but someone told me that I should watch it. Oh, my God. You should absolutely watch it, Mona. I think you actually would really like like it. it, I I liked it and I see why and I and I recommend it to like certain people. But for me and, and I actually think I'll still watch it. I actually think, but like, for example, I watched that and Shrill in the same week and I loved Shrill and that was like, oh, this is like. If it's not, if it wasn't competing with a bunch of other shows I love, then I'd probably watch it. Okay, well let's well, let's place this. Um, wow, Ari Ari really threw threw a wrench in us, huh? Yeah, that's pretty low. I was when I looked at this thing again, I was thinking of putting it more like around manifest loss. All right, place it, Mo. You know what I mean? So maybe we could just meet Ari in the middle. Okay, Ari, as our guest. Yeah, place it, place it. Really. Yeah. You know, I don't give a shit. Like, put it wherever. <laughs> well, anywhere but there, of course. <laughs> but not there, but not there. <laughs> I'm going to say... Our list is a mess. It's well, a mess. I already told you where yeah, I... I, 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 I already told you where I think it should go. That's like hella at the bottom. All right. Well, we said we should put it wherever. So, number 69? If we're going to skip it, make it go over six feet under, I definitely don't want it to go past Glee. Give us give give me a number. So fifty five. Fifty five. Wow, man, Ari. Our list would be very different with Ari's voice in the mix. I know. Now I'm starting to regret inviting her on this one. I <laughs> could have had a new a new twenty something. Sorry. Jimbo has a major like nostalgia boner right now, so he really wants Tupac do, and Biggie man. to be I like do. at the I'm, top. No, I'm really feeling it. They just didn't do it justice. All right, that's that's fine. That's fine. We need to, to get this spoiler-free episode out of the way. And we are going to jump into our Patardar, and then we will send you off on the rest of your day. The Patardar is a fairly full. I'm going to say must-watch is the Tupac Resurrection. It's kind of a documentary, but the narrator is Tupac. There's a lot of Tupac music in there, and I think it was excellent. I haven't seen it in a few years, but I watched it in the theaters twice. I loved it so much. That's a movie or a documentary? It's kind of like a documentary. There's a lot of interviews, and they frame the whole thing like Tupac's voice is telling his own story. Oh, cool. There is the interviews that I was talking about. So Craig Kading is the authority figure. On He's also one of the writing credits. He wrote a book about it. He's the last person to investigate for the LAPD. His interviews are interesting. He He knows what's up. And then the Snoop Dogg interview as well is interesting. I loved the Snoop interview. I, I I thought it was amazing. I, I highly recommend that. Zero loved the interview as well. Like he's like he was really impressed at at Snoop Dogg for some reason. But yeah, so so it's it's an entertaining. He just interview wasn't a stoner. Sure. He was just just like some stoned, you know, blubbering fool. <laughs> oh, he was. He was. <laughs> he. I don't think he stopped smoking at all. Like he was. But he's not blubbering. Like. Like Snoop could probably smoke he wasn't so much pot he was and be super totally high, coherent. 
There's no way. Yeah, he's he's just he's just at one with with the weed. Yeah. <laughs> well, there's Biggie and Tupac, a documentary on Netflix, which I watched a little bit of, and it's not really a great documentary. But this guy, like the guy who's doing the documentary, has so much footage of like Tupac and hmm. and Biggie, and I feel like if you're like you know watching this and wanting to see more of Biggie and Tupac, I appreciated some of the footage he had and some of the interviews he got. I also I did not watch this documentary, but I heard there's a Biggie, The Life of Notorious B.I.G. on A&E, which I think, I don't know, I feel like this is this show really makes you start thinking about that and you think you start thinking about these people. And I, I was really struck by the friendship that Tupac, Tupac and Biggie supposedly had. Am I giving away something by saying no. that? So yeah. I, yeah. So I, it made me want to like learn more about it. I also feel like I want to listen to their albums now. And then Nip- since Nip- Nipsey Hussle just died and he was like another mm-hmm. Tupac of his day in a way, but not really. I I definitely didn't see him that way, but the way like the everyone has responded to it, it's making me want to listen to his album too. So I don't know. I just put it in there. With Yeah. Nip- with Nipsey Hussle just passing away, it's just a funny story that mm-hmm. I want to share. Um, like my brother's friends, one year had like wanted to throw a big old party and they literally paid for Nipsey Hussle to come and perform at the party. Whoa. That's how like cool Nipsey Hussle was. Like he was actually really accessible. Yeah. It was like in Pomona or somewhere in like, or Covina somewhere really random, but he like, you know, like my brother's friends were a little shady. And so they had mutual friends with like Nipsey Hussle. And so they, I mean, they still paid him like, you know, 10 grand, but that's not that much. Comparatively, more. yeah. I always thought that was cool. Well, the way Biggie affected his community and the way Tupac affected his community, um, or the I feel like Nipsey Hussle had that similar effect on, like, Los Angelinos. Yeah, totally. I, I don't have anything to add. Those were all really good, so. All right, I'm, I'm going to add one more. There was uh, the most recent podcast episode of this american life is called anything can be anything it's about conspiracy theories and they specifically talk about the conspiracy theory around a handful of deaths in missouri and st louis that are somewhat related to activists of michael brown shooting and then it talks about trump conspiracy theorists and then it talks about the democratic Party's jumping on the conspiracy theory bandwagon as well so it's a very interesting uh, you know it really brings another context to like the whole conspiracies around this murder especially it complements it well jimbo i literally just finished listening to that episode before i got on with you guys so i was like that's why i couldn't it's like right there isn't it totally i would like to come back to some of these ideas in our dangling threads so stick around this concludes our very long spoiler free episode you could almost watch the pilot in the amount of time it took you to decide whether you wanted to watch it or not but join us in a few days we will continue with an extended discussion this was a spoiler free episode follow us on twitter facebook go to the website follow our blog thank jake drew for the intro and outro music every day we hoisting pilots and the tards out <laughs>